Hey, hey, Heather Simpson here. If you're listening, you probably know who I am. You've probably listened to our show before. You probably have a general sense of uh, where I've come from, what I'm all about. (laughs) And if not, if this is the first time that you're plugging in, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so happy that you found us in our little corner of the podcasting world because there are a ton of options out there. Grateful for you to have found your way to ours. Hey, this is a unplanned episode, unscripted, no interview. We typically do an interview. Uh, we, if you're familiar, we our format is typically that we uh, interview some really incredible businesswomen that have been there, built that, and we tap into the insights that they have to share and want to get to know more about how their business works, how their brain works, how they kind of got to this place in time and how they've built what they've built so that we can learn from them, grow in the education around what they're sharing with us, and then take it and apply it in our own lives. Today, this is not that. Today, I literally just decided to share a message that I have on my heart. Um, I haven't fully spoken it out loud. And so this is just going to come as it comes. And I hope that it's valuable for you here today. I have had the incredible pleasure of working with a lot of women in building their careers and businesses. I, in the past couple of months, have had an increased number of those conversations through various different channels and platforms. And we've just gotten a lot more outreach. There has been this overarching feeling of still there's some uncertainty. As the world starts to reopen and take shape with whichever way that's going to take shape, a lot of it is still unknown Women are still asking big questions and wondering if they're at the right place in this time in their life. And often in these conversations, there is still this sense of hesitancy. There's still this sense of fear, like maybe it's not the right time. Maybe I should wait. Maybe things need to be a little bit more secure. And I'm here to share with you and tell you today that there most likely won't feel like a perfect time for you to make the leap. If you are considering making a change in your life, whether that's a business venture, your career path, your personal life, Now is the best time to make those decisions for yourself as to what you're going to do and then make your plan of action. You, if you keep thinking about it, if it keeps tugging at you, whatever the thing is, then it's time for you to actually work through it and create an action plan. And that is what I am here to help you with today. How do we take those thoughts, those dreams, and sometimes it comes in the form of sleepless nights. Sometimes it comes in the form of a little bit of anxiety because we're uncertain and unsure. How do we take that and turn it into something constructive and useful to work with us to get to the place where we want to be 
in our lives, careers, and businesses. So that's what we're going to kind of chew through today, just here on the spot. Again, I have no notes. I'm just going to, I'm going off the cusp here of what's been on my heart, what's been on my mind, what I'm hearing from women out there in the world, and what you are all struggling with right now, and how we can help get you to taking some action through the other side. Are we ready? Okay. So first and foremost, we need to understand what it is that is actually tugging at us. Sometimes it's just a loose concept. Sometimes we know exactly what it is. But this is where I really recommend to people that you sit down and draft out in a journal and not type out on your phone, but I actually mean grab a piece of paper, grab your favorite journal, grab a pen, and start to write out your thoughts, feelings, emotions, things on your heart, things on your mind, and get them down onto paper. That is the best way to start making sense of the things that are circling through our head. It is the best place to get our thoughts down in an organized fashion, or at least get them down and then we can organize them later. And it's the best place to then figure out how we create action from there. It seems too simple to be the answer, but I can tell you that it's true. It is the thing that you need to do to get started and get out of the loop that can oftentimes play in and out of our brains constantly, subconsciously, consciously, whether you're awake or you're asleep. That loop is the cycle that we need to stop, and we stop that the most effectively by getting it down onto paper. The clarity that we get in that exercise alone oftentimes is the biggest game changer for women. That is sometimes the single thing that they do to help them change the direction of where they need to go or make the decision that they need to make to live the life that they want. And so that is the first thing that I'm going to have you do. If you do not have a favorite journal of yours, I would recommend that you go get one. If you want a She Leads Me journal, feel free to email us, hello at sheleadsme.com with your name and your mailing address, and I will gladly send you a She Leads Me journal. It's the perfect size that I carry around with me everywhere, tuck in my purse, and um, it's the perfect on-the-go journal. If you want one, send us a message either in an email or direct message on Instagram, and I will ship one to you. No cost to you. Let me help you do this, okay? If that's going to be the thing that helps you take action, that's what I want to do. I'm here to help support you. Once we have those thoughts and things down on paper, it's going to be a lot easier for us to see what is actually going on. It's easier for us to see And take a step back, really. Like, is there an underlying message that's happening here? Where is the core, where is the source of stress? Where is the source of anxiety? Where is the kind of where is this all coming from? Right. And see where we can kind of tie it back to. We want to diffuse any untruths that are circulating through our brains, which can oftentimes happen. Sometimes that shows up as imposter syndrome. Sometimes that shows up as past trauma we've experienced in our lives and lies that we were told as children or young adults or in relationships or it doesn't really matter a time that you've heard it. 
But sometimes we can take those things that other people's opinions or thoughts or their projections onto us and we can take them as our truth and sometimes they can show up in a loop pattern in our brain. So we want to get it onto paper so we can see if that's actually happening, where did that come from, what's the source of it, and then we can start to work through that more efficiently. When we look and dissect imposter syndrome a little bit more, uh, oftentimes what I share with people, which isn't necessarily a very popular opinion, um, I would say that this is an unpopular opinion that I have, but oftentimes with imposter syndrome, it is targeting our biggest insecurities, right? And where I really invite people to lean in is look for where there is just the little hint of truth in there. And that is my unpopular opinion. When you are experiencing imposter syndrome, where is that insecurity? Where is it stemming from? Is there any truth to that? And it's typically not on the biggest scale that we've uh, expanded that into in our minds, but it's actually a much smaller little nugget of something um, that that it's, it stems from. I will speak for myself here and just share with you an example. There have been plenty of times where I show up, especially early on in my business, and feel like my content that I share isn't good enough because it doesn't look pretty, because it doesn't look Instagram worthy, because it doesn't look like a beautifully decorated cake, as my friend Kelsey shares. Uh, That is where my imposter syndrome would live. Like, who am I to put out this course or put out this thing? Um, because I feel like I'm not good enough to, to kind of show that. So where the truth in there was a small, tiny nugget of insecurity around how my branding was showing up in my marketing, how I was able to actually sell the thing based on how it looks for the people that don't know who I am, that it was a big source of insecurity for me because I wasn't investing money in having somebody help me with creating that in the most beautiful fashion it could be. And I was putting all of my energy and effort into continuing to develop and build really powerful programs that didn't look a certain way, but the content was real. And the content was my intellectual property that I have spent now 15 years in the making of creating really incredible transformative programs for people. And in that moment, in those imposter syndrome moments where I would compare my marketing to other people's marketing, there was the smallest hint of truth in there for me. And that was, yeah, it doesn't look as pretty as it could look. That is the truth of it. The inside of it, though, the content, the actual meat of it or the cake, if you will, if we're looking at my friend Kelsey's example of uh, she shared with me, you know, you there are people out there that have perfectly decorated cakes, but then when you cut into them, they're just styrofoam. They're just a display cake. But then when you cut into our cake, the outside might look like uh, not the most beautiful, not the most like design-worthy thing, but when you cut into it, it's the best damn cake you've ever had. And that was a huge compliment, and I really 
greatly appreciated that uh, analogy because it really stuck with me. And it was true. So that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about looking at the truth of imposter syndrome. The reality is, is that the bulk of it, the identity that I have as a business consultant, that part is accurate and true that I am a really excellent business consultant and my marketing could use some work. It's come a long way. I'm sure there's a lot more that we can do on it. And that's what I mean when I say lean in to find the little nugget of truth that is there. Because then once you identify it, right? Once I identified like, you know what? My content is good. This is stuff that is changing people's lives and helping them build their businesses and really transforming their income and and what they're putting forth. That part is is fabulous. And I work really hard to make that a phenomenal experience for people. The part that's true is the marketing side and the, the package side, the pretty package. So there was that little hint of truth. Once I could identify what that was, and it's like, aha, okay. So now I need to either brush up some skills if I want to continue to DIY or find some help to leverage my time and my space to make that cake look better. So lean in to any of those moments where you're feeling that imposter syndrome and find that little nugget of truth because we will constantly compare, especially if we're in the online world. As much as I want to tell you to not compare, as much as I, there might be great days where you can look at things and see things for how they are, we have those days, we have those moments where that comparison monster comes in, the imposter syndrome comes in, and it becomes really challenging to kind of talk ourselves out of that. And we just have those bad days. That's just how our world works, how our brains work, especially when we're out there putting ourselves in vulnerable positions to just really lay out all of our gifts on the line. It's a vulnerable place to be. So find that truth a little bit in the imposter syndrome as you're writing out and as you've journaled all of those different things. Then the next thing that you need to do is write down a couple of action steps for yourself. So if we're trying to get out of this loop, we're putting it all down in a journal. We're looking at where the insecurity comes in. We're finding where the little tiny nugget of truth is. We're not accepting the entire loop as our whole truth. We're identifying what we need to fix and what we need to work on there. And then we're going to write one to two action steps that we can take today to help us accomplish what it is that we need to accomplish. So if we're feeling stressed out, let's say we wake up in the middle of the night because we forgot to do a series of things and we keep forgetting to do it. Well, one of your action steps that you can take is find a way to get yourself more organized. Find a way that you can create one centralized, some people call it a dump list or a to-do list, or I call it a parking lot, where we can plop all of those things that are on your brain throughout the day. If you wake up and can't get back to sleep, you plop it on that list. Where is that central thing? That could be an action step that you take today right? If that's something that is a struggle for you. The key here is to make sure that we are finding small ways to take action steps because that is where we are going to see the biggest transformations possible in our endeavors day to day. 
I hope that this short little episode, this unscripted episode made sense. I hope that it came through clearly and I hope that it was helpful today for you. You are powerful, you are strong, you are incredible for being on the journey that you're being that you're on right now. You are incredible for making it through the last year and a half that we've had. You are incredible incredible for still being here and standing up strong every single day. And some days not so strong, but that's okay because you're still showing up and you're still making your life happen. I am so proud of you. I care about you and I love you so much. And if no one's told you that today, I am glad that you heard it here. That is my heart speaking out to you. I am so grateful for you. I am cheering you on. Let us know if there's any other way that we can be a help for you. Find us on Instagram. Send us an email. We are here for you, and we're here to cheer you on.